Welcome to the Remarkable Relationship Show with Mercy Russell, where we find the wonder in your story. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 35 years of experience applying the science of relationship systems to my practice of psychotherapy and leadership consulting. My intuitive skills allow me to bring clarity and vision to your challenges. I hope you will be surprised in the next hour. Good morning. This is Mercy Russell with the Remarkable Relationship Show. My goal is to bring a fresh perspective to you on all things related to how humans develop their individual brilliance while navigating the excitement, stickiness, and resistance in their relationships. In my 40 years of working as a psychotherapist, I have been continually amazed at the ways in which people overcome challenges. I hope to share my experience, insights, and stimulate your thinking. So today, our phone lines will be open for your calls. Please feel free to bring any questions you have about topics that have been presented on this show or any concerns that you have in your own life and particularly those involving relationships. And I also welcome questions about challenging experiences or remarkable experiences in relationships you've had. This is an opportunity for you to receive a fresh insight and a strategy you can put into action to change your life. So the open phone line is 425-373-5527. Or toll free 888-298-5569. I work with a diagram of your family or workplace. As you describe your family, your, your problem to me, I will ask a few questions and draw out the relationship system. Usually, as you talk about the behavior or characteristics of the individuals involved, I will begin to see the dynamics at play. And usually I very quickly see the crux or the heart of your dilemma. Based on my 40 years of experience, I will have a suggestion for the next right action you can take to begin the process of transforming your concern. After working with this system for, for so many, for, for three decades or more and more, I, um, I now call the, the diagram that I draw out my tea leaves. So it's a way for me to think logically about your situation, but I very quickly, and I think intuitively, pick out what's most important about all the variables at play. Many times I have reframed a problem for someone or given them a strategic approach that has opened new doors or lifted a burden and that can shift things immediately for them. Now, for anyone who heard my show last week, my work in, with this approach with my mother to make a tr transformation, it took years. It wasn't something that happened overnight, but each step made a big difference. And sometimes it's really just one shift in your perspective that can make a difference in how you see a problem in your life. So while waiting for your calls today, I am going to present a, a, an example of how I think about these kinds of dilemmas. So the topic of my show today is the very public divorce of Wang Li Hom and Li, Li Jing, Jing, Jing Lai, excuse me if I mispronounce that, of, of uh, um, uh, they, let me see, they are, um, I, I'm actually not sure where they live, but he is a, he's American. She's from Taiwan. And, um, and they, this drama has taken place in the Pacific Theater. So Friday, I will be co-hosting a workshop on the application of Bowen Family Systems Theory, my way of thinking, to the accusations of narcissism and addiction in this celebrity drama that has captivated the Pacific Rim. So I'll explain a little bit more about that. I, for those of you, I think many of you who don't actually haven't been involved in following this drama, um, it's not quite as uh, bloody, let's say, as the Johnny Depp Amber Heard drama. And I, and I think that in many ways, this is a more interesting um, 
uh, example of what happens when things become very public. So um, let me see. So Wang Li Hong is an American musician, actually. He's celebrated throughout the Pacific Theater. Uh, the LA Times referred to him as the biggest American star America has never heard of. Um, so he's, he comes from a distinguished family of academics and physicians, and he struck out on his own as a musician, his own path as a musician, uh, really before he graduated from college. And he has developed a mission to change the world with music in a fusion of traditional Chinese and Western musical styles. His great-grandfather was an important member of the Nationalist Party of China, which lost to the Communist Party after the revolution from the Qing Dynasty. After this loss, Wang Li Hum's great-grandfather emigrated to Taiwan with his family. So Wang Li Hum's parents, that's two generations after this great-grandfather, immigrated to the United States for their education. Wang Li Hum was born in Rochester, New York. He attended Williams College and eventually the Berklee School of Music. But while he was in Williams College, he had already begun his musical career and had developed, started to, to develop some popularity in China. Um, and he finished Williams College with honors and then chose to go to the Berklee School of Music. He's the second of three sons. His, his oldest brother is an MD PhD from Yale and, and the University of Chicago. And his youngest brother uh, works on Wall Street with has a degree from MIT. So I, I'll discuss a little later sort of the makeup of the family, but um, the Wang Li Ham took a different path. There are other people in his family who have had musical careers and acting careers, but he is, he, the most of them are professional with very kind of serious professional backgrounds. In 2013, he married his Taiwanese girlfriend, girlfriend Li Jinglei. And now Li, he had started dating her when she was 16. So, and he was in his 20s. So in many respects, this was, I don't know how traditional that was, but certainly in American culture, that would be sort of a, a little bit of a non-traditional age gap for a couple to start their relationship. Lee was, um, when they married, she was working in finance and had a master's from Columbia University. Uh, her mother is a Hong Kong film star and her father is Japanese and um, attended an elite university. <clears throat> they have three children born in 2014, 2016, and 2018. During their marriage, Wang Li Ham built his career as a highly popular and talented musician and actor. And he was popular through, he's popular throughout China, Hong Kong, and Taiwan. So, this popularity obviously is something that many people are involved with, millions. And um, I had never heard of this couple as an American until my colleague in Hong Kong um, brought this drama to, to my attention with her questions about it. So, um, yeah, so I guess it's it's difficult to convey unless I make comparisons for the for the for those of you in the audience who don't know this couple how uh, popular this young man is. He's very attractive physically, very charming, um, has a very sort of uh, had developed a very broad mission to change the world. Has um, many, does many charitable events. Um, was really much beloved and very much admired for his musical ability. So, and he also had this marriage that many people looked up to, that was sort of idealized with his um, wife and his three children. 
So they then divorced in 2021. And I'm gonna read you a description of the divorce from Wikipedia. But this is now, this is just taking this into consideration that this comes from Wikipedia. And then I'll talk about, you know, some of the other information that's not included. But just to give us some, you know, a background. On December 14th, 2021, Wang announced that they are separated and filed for filing for divorce. On December 17th, Lee, his wife, and so his intention was to announce this divorce and have a very kind of calm, um, orderly public process. Three days later, his wife accuses him of serial infidelity, solicitation of prostitutes, verbal abuse, and bullying in a lengthy Instagram post. Another set of allegations were posted two days later. Wong has since refuted the allegations of infidelity with evidence posted along with a singer from a group called Bai2, B-Y-2, named Yumi Bai. And um, <clears throat> so there are different stories about that, but that's, he, he, he denied all those allegations. His wife then responded, refuting some of his points. He later apologized for not living up to standards in his marriage and as an idol, adding that he would transfer the house to Lee and announced he will temporarily quit the entertainment business. After Wang's apology, Lee rejected the house offer and explained her reasons for making the matter public, saying that she did not receive a sincere apology, a sincere apology before that, adding that children needed honest and trustworthy parents who can face their issues and change instead of perfect parents and that she was not out for the money. Lee ended with an apology to innocent parties dragged into the saga. So that's just sort of an outline of one, one presentation of the drama. Um, so, and this divorce stimulated a wide ranging discussion in the popular media among Wang Li Ham's fan base because of their loyalty to him. The accusations of his wife, these are accusations. This wife is not a mental health <laughs> expert. She's accusing him of having a narcissistic personality disorder and a sex addiction. And that, but these accusations have been highly controversial. Evidence that Lee posted, that the wife posted of narcissism, included two images of him celebrating his wife's birthday. One was of him singing in a bathrobe to his wife, and the other was a photo of him with a shirtless muscular torso, which you'll see if you Google him, it's a popular image of him, next to her talking on a mobile phone. So this was the evidence of his narcissism. Um, and all to say, I'm certain that they had other professionals involved all along in the divorce and that this diagnosis was, may have been made by other mental health professionals. Uh, I think what I'm more interested in is how she sort of brought these into the public in a way to defame him. Um, and the reports of his infidelity included affairs with men and women as well as with a Chinese musician, Yumi Bai, who I mentioned before. This led to his wife's accusations of a sex addiction. So my basic question is, how does a family systems theorist view this phenomenon? Um, and I'm interested in any thoughts or questions you have it, about this as I continue. Um, now, the first thing I want to mention is that this report by Wikipedia, um, in fact, leaves a lot out. <laughs> the, apparently, there had been some type of arrangement with Wang Liham's family that in the case of a divorce, that the property would not go to the wife, but would stay with the husband. So as the divorce was initiated, the wife, um, wanted to stay in the home with the children. And um, in her accusations also was contesting the decision of the family to not let her have this property. 
Now, initially, Wang Liham's mother stepped in and um, to sort of negotiate for her husband. And initially, they denied all of the allegations. But then, after a while, Wang Liham delivered this public apology to his fans. Um, at the same time, he eventually decided that he would um, that he would give the property to his wife. Um, and it's interesting that the Wikipedia says that she refused it because, in fact, there isn't particularly evidence that she did. He had been in quarantine, and when he got out of quarantine, he came to the house to see his children and was refused and turned away and not allowed to see his children. So this all, all of this sort of belies her saying that this was all for the good of the children because she's put the children in the middle of it. So that's my kind of intro here to talking about what this, how a family systems theorist would understand situations like this type of divorce. This is Mercy Russell of Remarkable Relationship Show. Um, I'm also, have, we have open phone lines. We can um, take your calls at any time. Uh, that's the primary um, purpose and interest of my show today. The phone number is 425-373-5527. And when now we're going to take a break. Hi, I'm Dr. Michael Norman, your health tip of the day from the African-American Wellness Project. Infections like polio, smallpox, and measles used to be as common as coronavirus is today. But now we have life-saving vaccines for those and other diseases. Sadly, too many children still go unvaccinated. Choosing to delay or refuse vaccine puts your child and other children at serious risk. So talk to your child's doctor today about vaccines. And for more information, visit aawellnessproject.org. Hi. Tune in to my new show, the Remarkable Relationship Show with me, Mercy Russell. I bring a fresh perspective on all things related to how humans develop their individual brilliance while navigating the excitement, stickiness, and resistance in their relationships. Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. And you can visit my website at leadershipwithmercy.com. Don't let that herd mentality lead you off a cliff. We support thinking for yourself on Alternative Talk 1150. Hello, this is Mercy Russell, the Remarkable Relationship Show. So today I hope have open lines for your calls at any time. I welcome your questions or concerns, uh, either about material that I'm presenting or about relationship issues in your own life. Um, and the, so I'm also talking about a public divorce of Wang Li Hong and Li Jinglai, who um, are, uh, Wang Li Ham is an, I think is an American artist. He's actually American, but his great popularity is in China, Taiwan, Singapore, Hong Kong. So millions, he has millions of fans there. And his, uh, he and his wife initiated a divorce in 2021 in the middle of COVID, by the way. <laughs> And it, it attracted huge social media attention, every step of the conflict. So um, all to say, at a time when most of these Asian countries were locked down and in severe social changes, this became a primary theater of interest for many people. So anyway, I have just described the circumstances of their of the background of this sort of very briefly, who we, Wang Li Ham is, his wife, and the divorce, and sort of an initial overview of the divorce. It was very interesting that it was presented in Wikipedia without any reference to the huge drama and stir that it caused among the fans and actually throughout the culture. Um, so we, 
what happened, just to review for those of you who are just stepping in, that Wong Lee Hum is this very popular musician and actor. He, is, he and his wife, they have three children. Uh, he announces a divorce. She, two days later, accuses him of, have, of narcissism and sex addiction and uh, infidelity uh, and many uh, behaviors that um, are sort of morally repugnant, especially to the Asian culture. Um, so how does a family systems theorist, that would be me, view this phenomenon? Uh, how would I view this differently than if I were thinking about it in a more traditional psychological way? Um, I'm you know, interested in any thoughts you have as, as you're listening. So the first thing I would do in considering this kind of drama is to collect background information on the extended families of the couple and the timeline of the events. I want to see this event in a larger context. In this case, the information I have about these families comes from my colleague, Peggy Chan, who, who's in Hong Kong. So my questions are, what are the circumstances around this couple and their marriage that led to such a public exposure of their conflict? So they, this couple was a, was a model. He was an idol of many people. They could have had a quiet divorce, but the wife's accusations blew this divorce and you know, out into the public arena. I'm, and that in fact, when I, when considering her accusations of narcissism and sexual addiction, I'm more interested in the fact that she used these diagnoses as a weapon in her battle for property rights. So perhaps some therapists, you know, uh, applied these, uh, these uh, diagnoses um, to Wong Lee Hom in the course of their divorce. Uh, when there were behaviors that she was really unhappy with. Um, so there's sort of me, I'm not going to sort of argue that they're, that they're about these diagnoses. The question really though is, he has obviously has some behavior and has been identified as the person with the problems, right? He's the person in the family with the symptoms. And she is looking very kind of self-righteous and blameless. Um, I think anyone who's been in a relationship or certainly anyone who's had a divorce um, eventually, hopefully gets to the point of recognizing that each person plays a part. But in this case, it's, it's blown out as a drama in which the wife is the innocent victim and this husband has these symptoms and the and of course the extra the extra punch of these symptoms is that there's a huge moral issue to them right in terms of the sexual acting out and i suppose narcissism uh, um she doesn't really describe the impact on the relationship in in the information i have this may be out in social media but um, because sometimes certainly people who have a narcissistic personality disorder can be very difficult to live with. However, um, I think what's most important is that she made this a very public issue. And it's really not clear immediately why would someone do that when they have a spouse who's the father of their child, who's dependent on a very on a certain public image for his career. Why would she do that? Now, the other question is, how did he get into this situation where he's identified as the person with the problem? And what do I, what I would look at is what is his position in his family of origin? To me, that would begin to tell me something about how he would get, in many ways, he's in a one down position because he's the person, quote, with the problems. How did the wife get herself into the situation of such an unsatisfactory marriage? 
And then what was the imbalance in the families that motivated her to take her family drama, including her three children, into the, under the microscope of public opinion and moralizing? Now, the Wikipedia account makes it sound like she was just trying to provide a model of good behavior for her children. However, the background information that I just described was that in fact, there, there are things that she has done that, that don't match that. For example, when he got out of quarantine, he came to visit his three children and he was turned away. He wasn't allowed to have contact with them. So regardless of his, uh, his attempts to, um, to sort of do the right thing in the wake of this, she continued to separate her children from their father. And so the welfare of the children is now in the big public discussion. So these children are on stage with their parents. So that's the dilemma, I think. So when I, to answer some of these questions, I was really reliant on my colleague, Peggy Chan, because she had more detailed information about Wong Lee Ham's family. And we weren't, she doesn't really have as much information about Li Jing Lei's family. And that's what would also, you know, sort of fill out the picture, but we'll go ahead with what we've got. So Wang Li Ham's family is very, is very similar actually to him. I call him sort of a, you know, he's a shiny object. He's very attractive. He's very talented. He's very charismatic. Well, his family, he comes from this family that I described before, where um, that has a high social prominence and had high status in, in Taiwan. Um, and it started with the great grandfather's role in China during the revolution. Um, so all, a, a lot of aunts and uncles, his uh, with professional degrees who are serious academics. His father is a pediatrician. His brother is also an MD, PhD, and his other brother is a financier on Wall Street. So these, this is a very, um, to, this is a very uh, serious family, right? And his choice to become, he, however, chooses to become an artist, even under expectations that he would become a doctor like his father and brother. Now, and he, he did this even in high school, he started this, and then he went to Williams College where his career really blew up in Asia while he was in college. Um, he went to Taiwan and to develop some musical projects, ended up becoming very popular and taken up by recording um, companies there, graduated from Williams with honors and went on. However, he was, this was not what the family had really expected. And I would see this as his effort to differentiate, his effort to be a self in that family, to be who he really was and to follow through. So even though he became very successful, in fact, he was going against the grain in his family. And this you can imagine was a little bit of a dilemma for the family because he wasn't doing exactly what they thought was the proper thing to do. But on the other hand, he was extremely successful and talented at what he was doing. There was a cousin and there, were, there, were, there was another person in the family who did have a musical career. So I don't have more background about that, but I'd be interested in how that course of that person's life went in the family. That, the, that there would be this, would have been a tension when he was young about his um, career. Now, Another dynamic that came about was that his mother was managing his business. And this was a very, um, uh, she had a very strong role in the development of his business, which was, as you can see, quite large and um, profitable. So his wife was in a natural outsider position. This is very natural for in-laws, by the way. However, the, the son, Wang Li Ham, for a while was trying to transfer the management of his business to his wife. I would see this as him attempting 
to get some separation from his mother or his parental family and to sort of bring his wife in. However, this, and so, but his wife, and I don't know what happened there, but what I know is that inherently the wife was in an outsider position in the triangle with the, with Wang Liham and his, we'll say, and his family. And this would have been his attempt to get some independence and perhaps her at attempt to get him more in an inside position with her. This is a very common dynamic in families. If any of you have any, if any of you have any, you know, similar experiences, I'm certainly willing to, you know, talk to you about them at any time and dynamic and, and questions about how do you manage such a situation when you're in the middle of it. Um, so I could do a whole show on that, <laughs> the outsider position of the in-law, but that was part of the dynamic. So now during the course of this dynamic, this Wang Li Hom's symptomatic behavior was developing. So I think it was fairly well established that he was involved in different relationships as he traveled uh, with both men and women. Um, and uh, this eventually came to light. But what we can look back at it and see is in the middle of these other dynamics in the family, his, the, despite his great success, he still, he was developing symptoms, not a rash, not cancer, um, not, uh, he wasn't becoming depressed or anxious, at least on visibly, but he, this was what we call a social symptom. He was acting out, was certainly not in line with his image as a, an idol and a model husband and father. So this is what happened. So then I think the other aspect that I mentioned was that about the property was that when, the, when this blew up between the two of them, um, at that point, the family was insisting that the property, the family home in which they lived would revert back to the family, right? And that she would not be able to stay in it with the children and she wanted to stay in the property. So these accusations that she made very public about her husband's symptomatic behavior became pressure on the family. So the way, well, how do I understand that? Just a little bit about her family background. I know very little about it. Uh, what I do know is that her mother had been a movie, a, a movie star in Hong Kong that her father was Japanese. And as I've mentioned before, um, and she has an older brother, but I don't know the dynamics there. But what I can see is that she was um, sort of, she really didn't have a lot of power in respect to the weight of his family and his career and his, and his, um, and the property which the family had claimed. Um, so what did she do? She brought in public opinion, which in, in many ways eventually balanced the scales. The first thing the family did was to step in for, her, for their son and to um, take a stand against these accusations. As she persisted, they backed down and he apologized and they agreed to give her the property. So in effect, this all worked out. Now, I can't tell you exactly what the status is now. According to Wikipedia, I don't know who wrote the Wikipedia article. She refused the property. Um, I'm not sure how accurate that is. And, I, and, and clearly the children are still in the middle of this divorce. So this is, that's how I would begin to look at a situation like this. Are the accusations of his, uh, are the accusations that he's a narcissist and a sex addict, how important are they in this, in this dynamic? Number one, 
these are serious diagnoses. And the behavior themselves clearly has caused some problems for him, what, however you diagnose them. I think the important thing is when did they evolve and what is the context and the relationships in which they evolved? Um, as for the wife, has she, you know, I don't know. In this case, she seems to have been pretty effective in terms of getting what it was that she wanted, what the, how things will go forward for her and for the children, and never mind for him. He's sworn off his career to, in, in atonement to his fans, basically. Uh, to, and perhaps to his children. So what is going to come about because of this? Is it possible to diagnose a narcissism and sex addiction from this, this kind of public information? Yes, maybe it is. But there's so much conflict that it raises a lot of other questions. This is Mercy Russell, The Remarkable Relationship Show. I also have open phone lines today. You can call in at 425-373-5527. And when we return, I'll keep talking about this situation with Wang Lee Hum and his ex-wife. Have something important to say? Want to help improve our world? Need to promote your business uniquely and effectively? KKNW is the answer. Our staff helps broadcasters and podcasters create professional-sounding audio. Bring your talent and let our experts help you craft a radio show or podcast that best delivers your message. Learn more at 1150kknw.com. That's 1150kknw.com. KKNW, talk variety that's live and local. If you talk, they will hear you. We all want our kids to grow up safe and healthy, so we show them how. And we tell them, with honest conversations, that let them know what we expect. Not just one time, but every chance we get. That's especially important when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. Kids not only need to know the dangers and how to avoid them, they need to hear it often from you. And when it comes to pain medications, opioids, they need to know that they should never be taken without a prescription and never shared with friends or family. It's dangerous and illegal. So talk with your kids and guide them through the challenges of growing up safe and healthy. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. So talk, they hear you. You can do it if you try. Hi, tune in to my new show, The Remarkable Relationship Show, with me, Mercy Russell. I bring a fresh perspective on all things related to how humans develop their individual brilliance while navigating the excitement, stickiness, and resistance in their relationships. Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. And you can visit my website at leadershipwithmercy.com. Multicultural, multidimensional even. Alternative Talk 1150. Hello, this is Mercy Russell of the Remarkable Relationship Show. We have open phone lines today, 425-373-5527. Um, uh, I welcome your questions about um, either what I've been talking about today or any other any um, experiences or questions you have for yourself. So what I've been talking about today is the very public divorce of Wang Li Ham and Li Jing Lai. Um, they, this is, uh, Wang Li Hum is a very popular musician and actor in, um, in the, in the Pacific theater. Uh, he's American and, and not well known in America. I was on a train last week sitting next to a young man who had just graduated from, uh, business school, um, from Taiwan. And he was about to take a job in Houston. His parents, he and his parents were on a trip. I've mentioned this, he was well aware of this drama and all the details. So there, um, so at any rate, the, this is a big celebrity scandal. And the, what I've been talking about is how one begins to understand a public divorce in which one party accuses the other 
of having very serious um, problems. So basically the wife, I would describe this in her move for influence and weight against uh, with his family accused him of being a narcissist and a sex addict. Now there's a fair amount of public evidence that this that he certainly did have a problem with infidelity and perhaps with a wide range of people. So there may have been an addictive component to his acting out. You know, the acting out in a relation in a the infidelity itself is a dynamic in a marriage. And I talked about the dynamic with the mother and the wife being on the outside with the business and the wife using public opinion as a way to get some type of leverage in her divorce proceedings. Really at, the, at a cost to her and her children, regardless of her moralizing about it, this puts a great burden on a family. Um, the other dynamic is what was happening in the marriage that, that this young man, Wang Li Ham, started acting out in, in infidelity because his behavior, his, in, his unfaithful behavior included reports not only of casual relation, sexual relationships, but of a serious affair with another young um, musician. So what's what was the imbalance there in the marriage that contributed to his behavior? He would have been in a one-down position in the marriage before the divorce to be the person who started acting out with other people. Um, sometimes this type of unfaithful behavior in a marriage, having someone on the side can actually create a stability in the marriage. I know it sounds totally counterintuitive to most people, but in fact, that actually that is, that's a very, very common dynamic. Um, in this case, the, there, there, it wasn't clear because of his popularity that he could do this in secret. So the way in which it maintains a balance when there's an affair is when, as long as it stays secretive and not acknowledged, you know, by the couple to each other. So this actually doesn't really fit that description. I mean, how could such a public person, you know, expect to have, be, have affairs right and left and his wife never find out? So at any rate, um, that's one dynamic. And then there's the, but then, but the, I think the more important thing is where were the imbalances in the marriage and in the extended families that led to this? The uh, one, but that's a small kind of micro way of looking at it. A larger view could be he has this huge social popularity. So number one, he comes from a family where social status is really important he becomes a superstar with millions of fans and people following him and with expectations of him. And it's really simply, um, regardless of his personality structure, that alone means that he, there's a lot of social anxiety, even if it's admiration, high expectations, but he's absorbing a lot from society. So, so it's not uncommon, right? That we see this with celebrities where there's this acting out, there's this acting out in marriages. Um, I think some people say, well, any actor is a narcissist by nature because they want the attention and therefore they have all these, you know, difficult behaviors in relationships. Uh, yes, maybe sometimes, but I wouldn't say that that's always true. Um, so it, I think what's, you know, what, what's important to look at is what we could see was the national, was the huge social attention on this once the divorce came about. But it's important to acknowledge that this couple, their marriage, this man and his functioning were under the public eye 
with, you know, and it, a huge hammer of the public eye all along and really targets for social anxiety. Now, another point I want to make about this is how much attention this drew in the social media and in the theater, the Pacific theater, during a time of great social upheaval. So my colleague who brought this to my attention lives in Hong Kong. In 2021, and, and this fan base is in Hong Kong, China, Taiwan, Singapore, these are, you know, and then sort of people who are, you know, kind of really embedded in those popular cultures. During this, so this was in December of 2021. So we're talking the middle of COVID. Right, and the restrictions in those countries were extreme by our standards, right? People were in a, a total lockdown. People could not leave their homes to go get groceries. Um, and not only that, but Hong Kong, which is the country that I'm most closely associated with in this drama, it was, has, was in its second year of, of being really, um, transformed from a Western democracy to part of the People's Republic of China. And during that time, there were huge social changes, right? So a lot of censorship taking place. People were leaving the country. Um, the, the uh, all, you know, democratic politicians were being jailed. So huge, very strong authoritarian regime had stepped in, all planned previously, but these huge changes, important changes were going on. And at that time, that they, these were, these were uh, events that were affecting people's um, daily lives in a serious way. But what drew their attention was this drama, this celebrity drama. So that's another piece that I would put into this picture so that it fed all the interest and the scandalizing about this and which eventually comes back down on this little family, right? They become the focus. Uh, I think we've seen some of this with the Johnny Depp Amber Heard drama, which um, I think has other characteristics to it. Um, we could certainly attribute the fact that there's been so much media attention on this at the same time that there are other really dramatic events taking place in the world. Um, I wouldn't compare the characters or the dynamics at all, but all to say that when we find ourselves really captivated by public divorces, diagnosing celebrity figures, scandalizing their behavior. I think it's important to step back and look at why are we giving so much of our life energy to the problems of others? And what purpose does it serve? When we have other, we certainly have, you know, uh, we have national concerns, we have global concerns, we're all dealing to one degree or another with this, still with the effects of this COVID dynamic. On Monday, uh, Sunday, I got a booster. I had a booster vaccine. I've been vaccinated twice, but I had really put off getting a booster because I'd had COVID and I thought I had good immunity, but I'm traveling this summer. So what did I do? So I went and I got the booster, which meant I spent Monday in bed because <laughs> I have a strong reaction to it. So this is still very alive. And why did I get the booster? Because I'm traveling to Europe. And because in, now you have to be very careful when you travel internationally. You don't know what, how, how restrictions are gonna change country to country. I'm going to Greece in June. As before May 1st, you had to be vaccinated within six months. You, if you had two vaccines and you hadn't had your third, you had to have had a third within six months to get into the country. That changed on May 1st, but I don't know that it won't change while I'm traveling, right? So these, so these are issues that, you know, that affects me very personally. And in general, 
I'm not particularly, you know, uh, over-involved, I don't think, around the current fact of the COVID virus. However, these, that's more of a vital concern to me than Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, right? And of course, I don't have the same emotional response to Wang Li Hong because I don't know him, um, which is maybe a little, it makes it easier for me to be a little more objective, just as it would be if you called in to this show. So I will be here next week and I will again have open phone lines. Um, I may or may not have an interview. I have several in the docket and I'm, you know, just trying to get them scheduled. But at any time I do, I will have a time for questions and answers. That's really my goal here is to begin conversations with you about your life and your concerns. Um, uh, I find the, that the, um, that being able to see our concerns in context can open doors very quickly and give us a very different way of looking at things. So I, when I make, it was interesting because I made this decision to get the vaccine. And yesterday I talked to a friend who has a lot of opinions about the vaccine. She has not been vaccinated. My two best friends haven't been vaccinated. So I was engaged also in a conversation with her about this, right? And in, and in fact, I found our common ground that neither of us are afraid, both of us feel healthy, right? And we're making different choices. So, um, I, you know, that in a sense, that's a positive for me. I, this friend and I, who I'm, I'm very fond of her, I have high, a lot of respect for her. She and I have other differences of opinion about things that are important to me. However, so that the, um, I guess all to say that this, but because I can keep a larger picture, I can stay engaged around these issues. And that's what I would like to do with you. So again, um, my name is Mercy Russell. This is a remarkable relationship show. My interest is in helping you develop your individual brilliance while you're navigating difficult, sticky, uh, exciting and resistant aspects of your relationships. So I encourage you to bring all any questions you have to me. I have a systematic way of looking at them. I can very quickly point out aspects and give you strategies that can help you make a difference as you move forward in your own life, developing your own path in, in, the, in the rich field of relationships and friendships and workplace that you have. So um, let's see, our time is winding down. And um, uh, I appreciate today, I've been talking about Wang Li Hong and his public divorce from Li Jing Lai. I think for many of you, and maybe a little more interesting because you, you haven't been involved in this drama, for those of you who know about it, I hope that you've seen something a little different today than you might have otherwise, and that I've stirred up your thinking and um, giving, giving you at least another way of looking at these kinds of very public dramas. So again, I'm gonna sign out. Mercy Russell, The Remarkable Relationship Show. Thank you, Benny.